the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started on Monday. And that theme concerned being anxious, living with anxiety and worry. And who among us has not experienced anxious moments? And yet the Word of God is very clear on how we are to deal with anxiety. We started the week by quoting the first four words of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. And those four words are, be anxious for nothing. We spoke about the fact that one of the meanings of anxiety in Greek is to turn in a different direction. In other words, if we focus on a situation or on people, or a circumstance, and are anxious about it, we are turning away from the Lord. Our eyes are not on the Lord, and it's critical that when we don't know what to do, and we get anxious, we are to do nothing but keep our eyes on the Lord. We also looked at Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25, another important verse regarding anxiety. In the New American Standard, we read, Anxiety in the heart of man weighs it down, but a good word makes it glad. It's interesting, Junie, because in Hebrew, the definition of anxiety is to be weighted down. And we are weighted down when we're anxious, but the remedy here is a good word makes it glad. So we see that it's interesting, the power of anxiety and the depression it comes is overwhelming. In fact, In the New King James, it says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. And that's a powerful statement. We started the week by reading a number of comments regarding anxiety. Some are comical, but some have deep spiritual impact. In fact, it talks about what will cause us to have a a bad day. Well, one of the things that they said, and this is kind of funny, you call suicide prevention and they put you on hold. That is a reason for anxiety. Another one that we saw on the internet is your car horn goes off accidentally and remains stuck as you follow a group of hell's angels on the freeway. That would cause anxiety. And yet the word of God says, 
be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. We also acknowledged a, a quote by Charles Spurgeon. Anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows, but it only empties today of its strength. Interesting, Corey Ten Boom said almost the same thing. Worrying is carrying tomorrow's load with today's strength. Carrying two TWO days at once. It is moving into tomorrow ahead of time. Worrying does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Doesn't that quicken something in your mind regarding the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus taught, give us this day our daily bread. And that was his prayer. And it's something that we should really consider praying daily to our Father who art in heaven, remembering that hallowed be his name and cry for his kingdom to come and his will to be done in earth as it is in heaven. And, you know, surely in our hearts as it is in heaven. And, you know, time ceases in heaven. And if we're in the spirit, we find that time ceases because we're hidden with the Messiah Christ in God. So let's go back to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. It's interesting, Junie, because we read a number of scriptures regarding prayer and supplication. For example, in Psalm 28, verse 2, the word says, Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry to thee for help. In Psalm 28, again, verse 6, Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplication. Going on in Psalms, we read in Psalm 86, verse 6, Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, and give heed to the voice of my supplication. And finally, Psalm 119, verse 170, Let my supplication come before thee, deliver me according to to thy word. Junie, it's so clear. This is the remedy instead of living with anxiety. And Peter, Apostle Peter, wrote in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, cast all your anxiety upon the Lord because he cares for you. And it's something that we really need to remember, Shelley, that the Lord sees and knows all things, and he really cares for He really us. does. What exhortations throughout the word. We also looked at Psalm 37, verse 3, and we want to look at it again today. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Cultivation, of course, will bring about fruitfulness. When we get anxious, what we are actually doing is resorting to our old nature, acting as a non-believer and not trusting the Lord. As so often is the case, we resort to human reasoning. Yet the word of God says the just shall live by faith. So every time we get anxious, Junie, we have to stop and exercise our faith, cultivate our faithfulness, the faithfulness of God. We need to remember that faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. We also recall what we read earlier in the week, a quote by Hudson Taylor, who was, who was head of the Overseas Missionary Fellowship. And this really summarizes it all, doesn't it, June? Yes, it does. Let us give up our work, our plans, ourselves, our lives, our loved ones, our influence, our all right into the hands of God. And then 
When we have given all over to him, this will, there will be nothing left for us to be worried or troubled about. You know, it's a powerful statement. And God is waiting for us to give this all up to him so that nothing would interfere with our love and our service to the Lord. And you know, Shelley, even in our own lives, when we have had either conflict with one another, within family, or within the body of Christ, we can really see it as almost a diversion. Just as the word said, it turns us away from the Lord and from trusting in him. So for any one of our listeners, and even for you and I, Shelley, if something is troubling us, no matter how real it is, let us turn it over to the Lord and ask him for wisdom in how to handle the situation. And sometimes the only way to handle a situation is through prayer and supplication. And he hears us and he will give us answer. Well, we want to encourage you not to be anxious about your anxiety, but look at the (laughs) word of God and let's get biblical examples I want you to picture yourself as being Abram. Remember, he's Abram before he became Abraham. And you heard these words spoken to you. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 12. You're familiar with this, but here's a man who cultivated faithfulness. Chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now this is an unconditional covenant that God made with Abram. But let's suppose you were him. What would you do? You probably would panic over the fact that God is telling you to get out of your country, your kindred, family, and from your father's house. What was Abram's response? We see that in in chapter 12, verse 4. So Abram went forth as the Lord had spoken to him. No no ifs, ands, or buts, and not even a trace of anxiety. And let's go further with Abraham. Let's go to chapter 17, beginning, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not fear, Abram, I am a shield to you. Your reward will be very great. And Abram said, O Lord God, what wilt thou give me, since I am childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Since thou hast given given no offspring to me, one born in my house is my heir. Then behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This man will not be your heir, but one who shall come forth from your own body shall be your heir. And he took him outside and said, Now look toward the heavens and count the stars, if you are able to count them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. Then he believed in the Lord, and he reckoned unto him as righteousness. Junie, that's a wow, isn't it? It really is, Shelley, because our natural man would have become more anxious because here we were so many years without a child, and the Lord is telling us, we will have a child and he'll take care of that. And it really shows unless we really give the Lord our all, we remain anxious. So we go on with, uh, with uh, Abram, Junie, and we see what was Abram's condition when all this was going on. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Romans chapter 4. 
All right, Romans chapter 4, beginning at verse 17. A father of many nations I have made you in the sight of him whom he believed, even God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. In hope against hope, he, being Abraham, believed in order that he might become a father of many nations according to that which had been spoken, so shall your descendants be. And without becoming weak in faith, he was cultivating faithfulness. He contemplated his own body now as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God. Junie, this is so incredible. And this is a pattern for all of us to live since Abraham is the father of our faith. And we need to remember the exhortation that you started this program with, Shelley, from Spurgeon and also from Corey Ten Boon, who really suffered for the Lord along with her family who lost their lives because they hid Jews during the Holocaust. And that is that we shouldn't worry about tomorrow, that really today's problems are enough for us to worry about. Why don't we close with Corey Ten Boon's quote that's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Worrying is carrying tomorrow's load with today's strength, carrying two days at once. It is moving into tomorrow ahead of time. Worrying does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. And we saw in Abraham, he didn't worry about what God promised him, but yielded and trusted God to bring it about because he knew he could not. God's promises are yea and amen in the Messiah. Father, we thank you for this exhortation from the word of God. Thank you, Lord. And I pray that we would all deal with anxiety and be free and keep our eyes on the Lord. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784. Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been brought to you by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.